0: Welcome to the broadcast, and here we are. It's springtime, which means here in the Carolinas, it means the onset of the possibility of severe weather. In fact, there's the serious possibility we could face some severe weather today, and so we think it quite appropriate that we bring aboard our meteorologist, our specialist on these issues from the Weather Channel. I'm talking about Richard Llewellyn, who's back with us. Good morning and welcome back, sir.
2: Good morning, Vince. How are you today?
0: Hey, doing very well, very well. What is our outlook today for the Charlotte area, for Greenville, for Spartanburg? Uh, what's What are we looking at today?
2: Well, it looks like uh, later this afternoon we have a chance to see a couple of strong to severe storms uh, work into the upstate and into the Charlotte Metro. Uh, Right now, the Storm Prediction Center has us right now, the upstate and uh, Charlotte, in a level one out of uh, five chance for severe weather. The main concern that we're gonna be looking at this afternoon is gonna be with some large hail, frequent lightning, and some strong winds in these uh, storms. There could be one or two tornadoes, but I think the better chances of that happening are gonna be down uh, to our south, especially from Anderson to Greenwood, to Newberry, to Columbia, And on over to Myrtle Beach in South Carolina, running right across the central part of uh, the state there through the Midlands of South Carolina. Uh, We're going to be looking at potential for some bigger storms down that way. And then as you get south of I-20 from Augusta on uh, down toward uh, the low country of South Carolina over to south of uh, Myrtle Beach, looks like there's going to be a greater chance to see some uh, large tornadoes down there. In fact, there could be one or two long-track tornadoes that we could see down in the low country of South Carolina uh, when storms start to fire up a little bit later on this afternoon.
0: Now, Richard, what are the elements that go into this? What are the conditions that are basically paving the way for the possibility of severe weather here?
2: Well, we've got strong southerly winds. We've got a very active uh, uh, jet stream pattern right now across the country, and it's just tapping plenty of Gulf and Atlantic moisture, and it's sending it northward. And, of course, uh, you've got plenty of lift in the atmosphere and uh, with uh, some cold air aloft coming in with a, this uh, disturbance. Of course, this, this system uh, got its act together last night in north-central Texas and has raced across the country here uh, over the last uh, 15, 16 hours or so. And uh, believe it or not, by later tonight, this is going to be offshore of the Carolinas, and we're going to be waiting for another storm that's going to be coming in behind this one for severe weather that's going to be rolling in here for tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow night for both the upstate and the Charlotte metro. And I think tomorrow is more of a severe weather threat than today's event, uh, just because of the fact we've got a large shield of rain that's over East Tennessee and North Georgia. All of the active dynamics are down closer to the Gulf Coast. So it's kind of undercutting the threat for severe weather for us in the upstate and Midlands with a better chances of severe weather down to the south. So as we watch this first system go by, it brings us that potential for a few strong storms with a better chance down to our south. We get that out of the way, and then we've got a strong cold front wave of low pressure that's going to roll through, and that's going to bring the action for tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow night. And I think tomorrow's uh, story for severe weather could be bigger than today's event for the upstate and Charlotte metro.
0: Wow. That is pretty interesting to hear. Uh, Richard Welling. give us a, uh, a timeline for what to expect today in terms of the progression of these storms moving through the area.
2: Well, right now we're seeing the rains roll through uh, northern uh, Georgia right now, starting to climb into uh, northeastern Georgia. It looks like uh, they're probably about an hour away from the upstate, uh, places like Anderson and Clemson getting into Greenville, probably around lunchtime today. We're probably looking at about 1 to 2 o'clock here in Charlotte as the rain, the onset of the rain begins. Now, depending on how much rain we do get out of this, that may actually help us in a way to undercut the severe weather threat for us for the upstate and Charlotte metro. That's why the higher severe weather numbers are down to our south. So we get this first system go through. We get a little break in the action tonight and into the day tomorrow, the sun comes out. It's gonna be a beautiful day tomorrow with temperatures well into the 80s for daytime highs. But as we start to tap moisture, get that humidity to come back in here, uh, of course, that's when things get a little bit more interesting because we'll get some isolated, stronger storms to develop uh, with that next system coming in. And that's going to be the bigger story for tomorrow. We'll get these individual supercells that try to develop with the daytime heating. And those could be uh, some big storms with the uh, threat of damaging uh, winds, large hail, and a couple of tornadoes tomorrow, so uh, we can't put our guard down. Once this first system goes by, it looks like we could have more active weather late tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow night.
0: How about the possibility of a tornado threat uh, for today and for tomorrow? How great is that threat?
2: The threat is greater down to the south, down south of I-20, with uh, with the potential for tornadoes for the low country in midlands and midlands of South Carolina. It doesn't get this far north, and I don't think it's going to get this far north today. Uh, the greater numbers are southern Alabama, southern Georgia with this first event coming through. Once this gets out of the way, we wait for the second system to come in, and that's when the uh, tornado numbers start to go up for tomorrow. The, the bigger concerns that we're seeing tomorrow in, in the outlooks from the Storm Prediction Center is the potential for large hail you know, at least greater than one inch in diameter, We could definitely see some two-inch hail in some of the thunderstorms tomorrow. And with better dynamics with the next system coming in ahead of the cold front, I think one or two of those storms could start to spin tomorrow. So there's an increased tornado risk as well for the upstate of Charlotte metro for the next disturbance.
0: So uh, what we're looking at today, early afternoon, the possibility of the action starting for us, an even greater threat as you're describing tomorrow. So, uh, something we'll definitely need to follow up on with you. Uh, Meteorologist Richard Llewellyn from the Weather Channel, thanks a lot for joining us on the broadcast this morning. Thank you, Vince. And I would encourage all of you to be prepared for the possibility of severe weather. You know, here we are, that season again. This brings back, every time storms bring back memories to me of childhood, because I was always fascinated by weather as a child. I, yes, I was a super uh, meteorological geek. I actually had a weather radio, and I used to listen to that weather radio all the time. I knew the—I uh, <laughs> don't know if I've shared this before on the radio, but I had it on all the time. I used to—I um, set up my sister's bedroom when she went away to college. I turned it into a weather studio. And I had a map of Indiana where I lived at the time and I had scotch tape on the map So I would put the temperatures in get all my information. I do weather casts. That's what I used to do as a kid I know I was crazy And I knew all of the you know, the weather information used to run in a loop so I knew the identifier for uh, the National Weather Service uh, weather radio channel um, You know what's I think it was KIH 74? Um, and I remembered all the counties that were covered by this weather channel. I don't, it must've been 30 channels and I remembered them all in order, alphabetical order. I was quite a weather geek way back then coming up. We'll we'll delve into the news of the day and, uh, we're going to have a great time here. I really believe so. And hopefully, especially with the second hour, it'll be transformative. Stay with us. Over on the text line, well, imagine that. No wonder you ended up on the news channel locally. I used to watch you when I was a kid. Thanks for telling me that. <laughs> now I listen to you as an adult. Thanks for everything. No, thank you. Well, Vince, you'll have every woman pawing at the studio glass after hearing about your weather nerd skills. <laughs> the nerd musk has been applied. ha, ha, ha my goodness hey Vince another weather geek here from my childhood to this day as an amateur radio or ham storm spotter for the area I can totally relate we're well, glad to hear that it's funny how memories come back to you of things you used to do just years 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 ago it's kind of fun to think about those those times I want to jump right in and talk about a number of things. One of them, our southern border. You know, it's pretty unfortunate that we are spending so much time and energy, and this is not to in any way diminish what is taking place in Ukraine. It's absolutely horrendous. Time permits, we may talk about that a little bit later on. The horrible, horrible things that are happening to the Ukrainian people. And yet, at the same time, there is no concern about securing our own border no concern in fact what we're seeing are policies by this administration that will essentially invite more people to illegally cross our border case in point the story i'm about to tell you about what i'm excited about i'm really glad that we're at a point in history where it seems like there is a a groundswell of people, of the people rising up. I may tell you more about a conversation later on because we covered a number of subjects. I got together with a couple of friends of mine for dinner. And one of the things I was saying to this friend of mine who was on the other side of the political aisle is I was telling him, I really believe there's a consensus developing among the American people about a number of things that I think has the potential to transcend the political parties. In other words, I think many of the ideas that people embrace together, they kind of bleed across party lines. And truthfully, there are, I can't think of many people that I think can effectively lead in this kind of atmosphere. But that's a subject for another day. Let's talk about what this administration is doing and how states are starting to fight back. Good for them. We've got three state attorneys general suing to stop the Biden administration from rescinding a Trump-era border restriction related to protecting public health. Public health. Don't you think that's a priority? I think it's a priority. But unfortunately, this administration does not view your health as a priority. It views the rights of people to invade our country as really a higher priority than your health. They can say whatever they want, but what they are doing indicates they are not prioritizing your health. Missouri Republican Attorney General Eric Schmidt saying the rescission of Title 42 effectively later this month will unleash a tsunami of illegal immigrants. This is just days after a video captured hundreds breaking through a line of law enforcement in southern Mexico. And the sad thing is, what we're about to see now with this new policy is an invitation. That's essentially what it is. And Eric Schmidt believes this is profoundly intentional. This is not an accident. This is intentional. He said they're still doing this under COVID. Yet Americans are forced to wear masks and on airplanes still. Look at what they're doing. They are putting you under restrictions. And they're saying to illegal immigrants, come on in. And again, it's you don't you don't have to say the words, your behavior communicates that. Here are the comments from the Miss, Missouri Republican Attorney General Eric Schmidt in a conversation with Neil Cavuto on the Fox News channel. What he's addressing is the issue of how the administration's basically saying that Even with this policy in place, with Title 42 in place, they're actually claiming Title 42 has made the problem worse. Look at the border. Look at the people coming in. Well, duh, it's because you're not enforcing the border. But they're claiming it hasn't helped anyway. Here's Eric Schmidt.
2: WELL I'M TELLING YOU IT WOULD BE A HECK OF A LOT WORSE Uh, THERE'S NO QUESTION ABOUT IT BECAUSE AT LEAST IT GIVES THE TOOLS TO THOSE BORDER PATROL AGENTS TO EXPEL SOME FOLKS ONCE THOSE TOOLS ARE GONE THEY DON'T HAVE THAT TOOL AT ALL IT'LL GET MUCH MUCH WORSE AND BY THE WAY IT SENDS A VERY uh, STARK SIGNAL TO uh, THE CARTELS, I MEAN, I'VE BEEN DOWN TO THE BORDER TWICE, NEIL, INCLUDING IN uh, McALLEN AND EL PASO, THE CARTELS RUN THE SHOW, THEY CONTROL THE BORDER, A uh, LAW ENFORCEMENT AGENT TOLD US $100 MILLION A WEEK IN VALUE OF HUMAN TRAFFICKING, ALL THE FENTANYL THAT'S COMING ACROSS THE BORDER, WE'RE GOING TO SEE A SURGE IN A very, VERY BUSY TIME IN THE SUMMERTIME LIKE WE'VE NOT SEEN BEFORE, THIS IS INCREDIBLY RECKLESS, uh, IT'S ABDICATING the, THE PRESIDENT'S RESPONSIBILITY TO DEFEND THE SOUTHERN BORDER, HE'S NOT DOING IT, THIS IS GOING TO BE A TOTAL MESS.
0: And that it is. You know, one of the things that the lefties like to do is to talk about empathy and compassion. You know, it's a compassionate thing to do. And Eric Schmidt adds, there's really nothing compassionate about this at all. What you've done is you've empowered cartels. Cartels and gangs that are sending drugs, and they're trafficking human beings into our country every single day. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Arizona Arizona Attorney General Mark Bronvich, also on the same program, he's also a part of this lawsuit, referring to what the administration is doing here as boneheaded. That's probably a pretty kind way to characterize this. Adding he's doing everything possible to hold the Biden administration accountable and stop them from destroying our southern border. You know, I, I, I reach a point where I wonder when we reach that place of critical mass where the American people recognize that they have a government that is in place that is serving some other interest than We the people. Do not hear what I'm not saying. But I'm just telling you. At some point. Does it reach a point. Where people recognize. What these folks are doing. Is anti-American. It's un-American. It is hostile. To us as Americans. And the people who are doing this. Not only. Do not deserve to be in power. Maybe they deserve prison, and I'm serious about that. What are your thoughts? Do you think we will ever get traction on this issue? The American people will wake up and recognize what is happening. Stay with us. I'd love to get your thoughts. We started off talking about the weather. This Dexter saying, Vince, not trying to say much, but as long as I'm in Spartanburg, we won't have severe thunderstorms. All right. You've made that declaration. On the border issue, Vince, as long as the Democrats have power, we the people shall be and remain thrown under the bus. Yes. You're absolutely correct about that. This is really... Frustrating to watch and more frustrating When you hear the story I'm about to share Because you see this is an agenda an agenda by people and I don't mind saying this these people profoundly un-american And I think these folks should be on trial I Really do I think what they're doing is criminal In the very least they should be open to civil penalties by anybody that is harmed by illegal immigration there should be no protection for people promoting these policies from positions of power breitbart has a story about the border chief alejandro mayorkas you may be familiar with him the leaked title 42 plan ensure migrants get any way to stay boy isn't that wonderful this is the guy who's directing that economic migrants get every opportunity to stay once the title 42 barriers removed regardless of the damage this inflicts on ordinary americans regardless This is the February strategy leaked to Breitbart, Texas, April 4th. The title of this is DHS Southwest Border Mass Irregular Migration Contingency Plan. See, only politicians come up with names for things like this. DHS Southwest Border Mass Irregular Migration Contingency Plan. See, I think people write things like this. They ought to be working at Walmart. Worse yet, I'd be working at White Castle. Not in government. But I digress. The purpose of this plan is to describe a proactive approach that humanely prevents and responds to surges in irregular migration across the U.S. This will be done while ensuring that migrants can apply for any form of release or, or protection for which they may be eligible, including asylum, withholding of removal, and protection from removal under the regulations implemented United States obligations under the Convention Against Torture, what they're talking about are means for people to be able to stay by claiming political protection, whatever it is. They want as many people as possible to fall under that umbrella so they can stay. To maximize benefits for migrants, Mayorkas minimizes the detention and deportation of migrants, even though federal law generally denies the entry of foreign workers and economic migrants into Americans' homeland. His plan sketches ways for border officials to squeeze many migrants through small doorways in the nation's border. Current pathways to removal, deportations, will be limited. Component use of broad-scale release mechanisms, own recognizance with issuance of a notice to appear or parole, and alternatives to detention with administrative tools are necessary to ensure humane and efficient treatment of migrants. Let me just give you an example of one of these and how it's a joke. Okay? Own recognizance. you know what this means? Okay. We're going to pick you up. You're, we find out you're an illegal immigrant. You don't belong in this country. Oh, you poor thing. Tell you what. You're going to go before a judge. All you have to do, we're going to let you go. You appear before a judge. And let's see, your case will come up on June 1st. And you know what a lot of people don't do? They don't show up. Because they know that's the best pathway. Nobody's going to come looking for them. They just disappear. And these criminal politicians know that's exactly what's going on. What we're dealing with, and this is what you need to understand. The people who are supposed to enforce the law are lawless. That's what's going on here. Why the crap should we pay taxes? Why should we do anything? Because if citizenship doesn't mean anything, everybody should be treated equally. Everybody. Are we forcing these folks to get vaccines? No. Let them in. And then, you know what? Let's dissolve the entire government and just have, you know, we just all do whatever we want. Is that a plan? See, the whole point of governance and the whole point of borders, you have a defined country, you have a defined identity, and you have a defined and an equal responsibility. This creates two classes. People who are responsible and have to obey the law, and people who start off as lawbreakers in the very first place and don't have any incentive to get right with the law. This story goes on. For example, the parole side door is a very limited authority Congress has given for exceptional situations, such as a sick airline passenger. Andrew Arthur, a former immigration judge, told Breitbart News, It's very narrowly written for small numbers of people. The administration has blown right past the limitations. In February, up to 165,000 migrants arrived to the border. Majorcas admitted 74,000 under various legal claims. Very few of the arrivals were even detained. And few prior arrivals were deported, despite the federal law. On April 26th, the Supreme Court will consider a judgment by federal judges that seeks to make Mayorkas comply with federal law. Throw this freaking guy in jail. This is crazy. By the way, Mayorkas is Cuban-born, a pro-migration zealot who argued in 2013, Americans' homeland always has been and forever will remain a nation of immigrants. Only about a third of Americans accept the nation of immigrants' narrative, according to a survey by a pro-migration group. Now, let me clarify something. Am I against immigration? Absolutely not. I'm all for legal immigration. But to basically leave the border open and just let people walk across. It's not only irresponsible, it's criminal. These folks have lost their minds. But I want you to understand, they are undeterred. And they have no reason to stop. No reason to stop. Who's going to stop them? <laughs> get a kick out of one of the texts that i will share with you coming up after the break much more as we continue including some additional news on our friend elon musk find out what he's up to as we continue on the text line this texter saying empathy is important but it can also be a trap there are instances where it's absolutely impossible to understand someone's feelings when that happens the temptation to fake it kicks in then it becomes fraudulent that's one of the dangers of empathy the other is a lack of discernment and i this is my own experience i find in my journey and the people i deal with most people who are overly heavy on the empathy side or lacking in discernment and a lot of people who are really strong on discernment are profoundly lacking in empathy this brings up the importance of community why we need each other to balance one another out to keep one another from going off the cliff what you get if you are a person who's focused entirely on discernment the temptations become a very judgmental person On the empathy side, very often what you end up doing is you end up encouraging bad behavior. You feed into it. You encourage, whether it's individually or as a group, you end up being an accessory to their bad behavior. Because after all, the emotional feeling of caring... Is what trumps everything else. So balance is important. And most of the time this is accomplished through relationship. Which is why nobody should be an island. It's just not a healthy place to be. On the text line. Whatever happened to the poor souls that applied to come here legally. And have waited patiently. And learned about our way of life. Yeah what about those folks. Don't care about them do we. See, this is where you have to make a distinction. Do you value the law? Do you value the legal process, the people who put time and money into coming over the right way? See, if you don't value that, okay, let's just get rid of all of it and just tell people and tell all these folks, we're not going to take your money and fraudulently string you out over a period of years. Just get on a plane and fly into Mexico and walk across the border. Tell everybody to do that. But they're not going to do that. They're going to do both. And basically what you're doing is you're scamming the people who are trying to do this legally. Just stringing them out and bleeding them for money. It's really criminal, as I've said. People drive me up the wall. Vince, the surge of the border is all about votes for the darn Democrat Party. Yes, that's the goal. That's the hope. Vince, Americans need to understand Democrats only want everything you have. But in this perspective, it removes the illusion that government serves the people. Alan, you're absolutely right. This is about control. Vince, this clown homeland security guy. I've seen 17 year old mall cops with more security experience. <laughs> I made the crack earlier about making some of these folks work at White Castle. White Castle's very fitting. They think they are kings. Well, let them cook our burgers. White Castle, are you listening? Hire the White House. What did Jesus say about immigrants? You fake Christians make me sick. And you know what? Self-righteous, smug people like you make me sick. We're even now, aren't we? If you want to call in and have a conversation, let's have one. I just think this is funny. How is it that following the law and putting lawful processes in place to secure our border, how is that unchristian? This is the most idiotic thing on the planet. From the same book where you talk about, in the Bible, about obeying the authorities. So in other words, you're telling people, Lawlessness is okay. As long as it's for a good cause. That's really what this is about. Oh, my goodness. Let's talk about Elon Musk. We told you yesterday about about his decision to buy into Twitter. We have a couple of interesting stories that have happened. Get a load of this. He has now been appointed to the Twitter board. Now, I have my own theory about this before we go into these stories. I think this is a defensive move that has been taken to prevent them from being taken over altogether. I mean, Elon Musk could probably afford to buy them outright. He probably could and have billions to spare. So I think this is a defensive move. And here is one of the reasons why. Why? By getting on the board, there's a limitation to how much stock that he can actually have in the company. So this essentially just guarantees that there's a cap on how much ownership he can actually have in Twitter. Nonetheless, at the very beginning, there was a 27% surge on Wall Street in Twitter stock. I hope I pronounced this guy's name correct. Parik Agrawal. He's the Twitter CEO. Through conversations with Elon in recent weeks, it became clear to us he would bring great value to our board. Musk replied saying he's looking forward to working on the Twitter board to make significant improvements to the platform. Boy, is this going to be interesting. And what will these improvements look like? I'll be very curious to hear from you what you think about this, whether you think it's going to bring about the necessary changes here. We also have a very interesting Transformation Tuesday for you. You do not want to miss it. Stay with us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four.
1: Donchich.